Hello and welcome to the Emerald Games Cast. My name is Nolan. With me is I'm Janelle and I'm Alex. And we're back, and we have human voices now. We've we've escaped our <laughs> Animal Crossing bodies. Yeah, uh, our last episode we actually did a, uh, a an episode entirely in animalese. Yep. Um, yeah. Nolan, I gotta be honest. I thought you said some really controversial statements. I would um, have to agree with Alex. Yeah, that made me kind of uncomfortable. Um, I really, really hope that episode doesn't get released in my island because they'll be able to understand it and I'll get canceled and it's, yeah, it'll be a disaster. Yeah. They'll throw you, you in you'll the get ocean. Your, you'll get your uh, mayoral privileges revoked or whatever. <laughs> my uh, elected, what am I, like the town selectman, the resident official? They give you a name. Yeah, that's what it is. Like resident official or something. Yeah, resident representative. Our illustrious, yeah. fearless leader. He puts bridges down. He covers the ground in patterns. Oh, is this? Well, well no, our, our leader is our glorious president, Tom Nook. Ah, of course. Yeah. How could I be so presumptuous? But yeah. anyways, it's April 3rd. We're recording. Uh, we're back. We, you, we, we've yeah, been gone. You might, notice, you might notice that we sound a little different than usual. Not quite as different as last week's episode, but that's because yep. we're each recording at home. Because there's this little thing going around. I don't know if you kind of like a little bug, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, it's called uh, COVID-19. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we are all in our own homes uh, recording, doing this weird jury rig recording session. And then hopefully it will be all edited together and it will sound good to bring news and joy to your life. Yeah. We, we, we've also been... Um kind of on hiatus for a while for other reasons so this is going to be a bit of a catch-up episode there's been some relatively uh uh big news in the past couple of weeks and we might be going back a little bit further than just our usual seven days because of that like the biggest one obviously is that it's been 13 days since animal crossing came out but uh we have not covered it. We had one episode where we talked about the Direct before it came out, but we didn't actually get to talk about Animal Crossing post-release. So you guys both got it. I got it. We've all been playing it. What do you guys think? It's all I can think about. I'm dreaming about selling (laughs) fruits. And like, I'm dreaming about catching bugs. And I haven't played yet today. This is, I think, I've had two days where I didn't play the second I woke up. And I feel really gross about it in like a like a bastard, you know? I feel like I'm betraying my little islanders. Your, your community, yeah. Yeah, I'm letting them down. Betraying your dog villagers are going to come and be like, why did you leave us? I don't think I have any dogs, man. I, I fucked up. I thought you were going to scan one in. I have to invite him three times and that really upset me. And we're on... So you just didn't do it? Soon I'll have Biscuit. Soon I'll have Biscuit, okay? It just when I started playing it, like I've said a few times, it's the first time I've really played Animal Crossing. So I thought that I could get infinite villagers and that every single island expedition I went on would have a villager. So I was just like, fuck uh, yeah. yeah, you're ugly, but I want you. All of them come to me. And Nolan was like, I don't really want this one. It's not very good. And I said, why would you do that to it? That's horrible. And now I've realized <laughs> that. Um, don't be mean to your ugly villagers. Yeah. Well, no, be mean to your ugly villagers. Kick them out. Don't talk to them. What but, the fuck? They didn't do anything. Well, they... they're just existing. What do no, you mean to an I'll ugly human? No, I'll go on my or... island. Sorry. So what do you know... mean to an ugly human? <laughs> an ugly human? There are none of those in Animal Crossing. They're all cute. Okay, so Janelle, this what is... if they have the the buck tooth mouth? Uh, uh, yeah, the, get off my island. Uh, cat mouth. Nope. They're really deviant. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, so Janelle, this is your first Animal Crossing, and I would venture to guess there might be some people in the audience who have not played an Animal Crossing who didn't jump right on this. Can Alex, you've played... I don't know this for sure, but I think you've played every Animal Crossing game, right? Excluding, I have, yes. Excluding maybe Happy Home Designer. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I didn't play Animal Crossing House Arrest, but I played every other Animal Crossing <laughs> okay. game. Can you can you run us down like what Animal Crossing is, and then also like what's new about New Horizons? No, you're no in luck intended. because I've done this. You're in luck because I've done this multiple times. I'm in a group okay. chat with some other people who uh, the the hashtag boys chat who are like, okay, what is Animal Crossing? Why should I care? I see it on Twitter all the time. I have to explain this to them. to my friend, and and it just gets frustrating because they're like, I already have debt. I don't want to go into debt in a video game. <laughs> I don't get. I don't. I don't want to do chores, man. Pick weeds. I do that in real life all the time. Yeah, that's yeah. Everyone loves to say you 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 do chores. It's a cozy life sim where you do chores. If and I wanted to decorate a house and do pay mortgage, I'd just live in the world. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, but right. the world doesn't have a little raccoon friend who runs a, a weird shady like Jonestown cult. Yeah. and takes you off to an island. All right, so give us give us the rundown, Lex, Alex. So Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing is a series uh, from Nintendo. Obviously, it's one of the, the handful of first party IPs that they have. That's uh. It's a life sim. It's a cozy little life sim. You live in a town or a village or whatever you want to call it, and your neighbors are anthropomorphic little chibi animals. Um, and your goal, and I'm doing air quotes here because there's never really been a goal until recently, is to just like live your life. You can get a bigger house. You can make friends with your villagers. You can catch all the bugs and fish and fill up your museum. Um, you can design clothing. Um, you can go with uh, an you can go with other friends' islands um, and explore and visit them. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's a very cozy, a cute little life simulator, I guess you could say, with yeah. a, with a Nintendo flair. And, um, and now it's a cozy life sim with uh, with crafting and breaking. Yeah, tools. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, specifically right now, it's simulating normalcy, um, mm. which is which is a a weird distant dream for many of us, but. Yeah. Uh, that's why I think it's been... Ex this is the, the highest-selling Animal Crossing game. Like, if you combine the sale... I saw a statistic that if you combine the sales of every other Animal Crossing game, they would be... In their entire history, in their entire lifetime, they would be, I think it was a little over half what Animal Crossing sold that first weekend. And it's just wow. growing from there. Yeah. I, I um, could be wrong, but I think I read that it's the highest-selling Switch game in the UK. I, I believe that, yeah. yeah. This is like a, a, a small aside, but you know what was interesting? What was the uh, top three highest selling games in 2019 in Japan? It was like Smash Ultimate, uh, Mario Maker 2, and uh, another Switch game that I'm blanking on. But in America, it was uh, number one was Modern Warfare. Below that was NBA 2K20. And below that was Madden NFL 20. And I'm not I'm not saying that to to like America Basher make some statement. I'm just saying that I think to me really drives home the significance of Animal Crossing being the top selling game in the UK and doing so well in the US too cuz typically if these games do broach the top 10 charts um during the year, they typically do it at like 9 or 10. They're not usually number 1, you know, for a game that is well, presumably, I wouldn't say now it's considered niche because it's been such an explosion, but Animal Crossing has been kind of a niche game in in, in the past. Yeah, I was going to say, though, it's become such a cultural phenomenon. Like, if you go on Twitter, you will see people talking about uh, how much they hate eggs and want a specific oh, type of salmon. 
Yeah. Like, man, eggs, man. Yeah. But everyone's talking about it. People who have never played or thought about video games are like, I'm going to pick up a Switch and play this game. Or people are asking, okay, so what is this game, right? Yeah. It's it's wild. And no one, both you and me, have, have kind of grown up with this game. So it's it's cool to have that be like... It went from this weird niche, like, uh, IP to being one of Nintendo's biggest properties. Yeah, I have one single game less than your record of full franchise completion. I played... I didn't play Amiibo Festival, which was a bad spin-off board game. That's not a game. Wii U, that's, not but, even, uh, that's not even a video game. It doesn't but, exist. It's not but real. Alex did, which means that he's played one more Animal Crossing game than no, I have. No, it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> Stop lying to our village. There is no video game called Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Yeah. it's uh, We don't talk about that one. So, anyway, We don't talk about it because it's not real. Anyway. In the past, with Animal Crossings, it's been like a little... little uh, cottage filled seaside hamlet town with like a train station or a bus stop or whatever but uh now it's a deserted island and it has uh definitely like recent gaming trend inspired elements like crafting and resource gathering and tools breaking it has the the sail box from stardew valley where you put stuff in overnight and and pick them huh. up in the morning yeah, i guess i didn't consider that, that, is that what it is. it's got a uh, yeah, man, it's a uh, it's a whole new world. It's New Horizons. <laughs> yeah, how do you guys feel about the the crafting? I love the crafting. It um for me the like three weeks or whatever that I played New Leaf, like it was fun catching bugs or whatever. But after an hour, I felt like I didn't have anything to do. But now I feel like I could be playing it all day and still not have enough time to like get all the stuff I need in one day to build the stuff I want. I love the crafting. I was worried that it would be like Pocket Camp. Did you guys play any Pocket Camp? Yeah, I played a little bit. A day of it, I think. But like, I was worried it would it's be not good. That kind of cool down. You can make like a couple things at a time. Mobile game esque crafting system. But I think it's really fun and really good and really cute when they clap for you when you make fish bait or whatever. <laughs> the the crafting makes a lot of sense for the gameplay loop, um, actually, because it lets the game kind of designate a a path of progression without having to control the random items that the game always has animal crossing games will give you items by restocking your shop every day with a random selection but the problem is or a balloon will float by right but the problem is in every animal crossing in the early game uh your shop only has the capacity to hold like two to four items so if you want, say, a table, which, by the way, side note, uh, people are really scrambling for tables in New Horizons right now. There's like a bizarre shortage of, of tables in the early game. But huh. in any case, you want certain pieces of furniture in old Animal Crossing games, and you just don't get them in your shop. You just don't have them. So you just won't have like a couch in your house until your shop just kind of has a couch one day. It could be a month in, you know. Or your friend gives you one. But now they can kind of designate this, like, sense of progression by doling out crafting recipes to you. So that they can ensure, okay, like, every player is able to get the higher grade tools by day two. And every player is able to craft, uh, like, the necessities. Like a chair and, a book and like, a, like, a table and a bookshelf or whatever for their room by day three or four or whatnot. So it feels a lot more controlled. And to me, I kind of sense an inspiration from things like Harvest Moon and, like... Um, Minecraft and stuff and such that that have been sort of dominating the indie world. You know, like Nintendo really seemed to learn their lesson from these controlled 
uh, loops that Animal Crossing kind of didn't used to have, really. I'm very mixed on the crafting thing overall because it's like I, I understand it. It's like it's to help keep it interesting and to help make it so that you're you're involved with the game, but like it also just slows it down for me, right? I w- I want to relax faster than the game is letting me um, because if I want to go and make a uh, a net, I have to craft a flimsy net. And then I have to craft another flimsy net. Well, let's back up. I have to get the materials to craft a net, which I have to pull from my inventory or go collect in the wild. I have to have those on my person and then put them together, do a little, do a little animation, and he'll turn around and go, wow, and show me the little, uh, the little, uh, little leaf. And then I have to do it again to get the higher quality tool. And if I want, and the, it, it takes so long. It takes quite a while. I wish there was a way to optimize it. Um, I understand the idea of it, and I like the idea of have, wanting to keep you involved and be like, hey, you have to, you're an active participant in this world, right? But I want to relax faster, basically. I want to be able to play my chill island game and not have to wait all the time for the little animation to finish or for my, there's also no way to know when your tools break. You have to like keep track of it. There should really be a durability counter a la Breath of the Wild. Um, That's one improvement that I would really like to see. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely don't hate it. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just like. I don't know. It takes like 10 seconds, right? Like if you're making a bunch of fish bait, it can be kind of annoying, definitely. But I think if you're just making one or two things, it's not so bad. Like I haven't... But you're making one or two things throughout the course several times in one day. But you also don't... If you're playing... But you also don't have to. I've had multiple days where I haven't built any furniture because I just want to do the other stuff. And yeah, I need to make sure I have a couple tools in in my bag, you know, but that hasn't really put me off from relaxing as quickly as possible, you know? Like, if you're choosing to craft all day, that's one thing for sure. But, I don't know. I don't really see it as much of a problem, I guess. Sure, that's fair. It's just, like, another factor to the game. I definitely don't think it's a problem. It's a very minor complaint, but it's one that I, w- I would love to see in an update. Um, this is the Splatoon team, so, who made this game. Whoa, I had um, no idea. So, yeah, yeah, they, they are, it is the same engine, actually. I knew, um, I knew that the, uh, the like, designer of the clothes was Splatoon because I read an article about how, uh, like, modern fashion being put into Nintendo games is kind of his niche now. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so it, the same team that works on the Animal Crossing games has worked on the Splatoon games. Um, but I say this because they've been... In Splatoon, I'm not a huge Splatoon fan by any means, but they've been a really they've been really really good on updating the game regularly and adding new information and fixing things. I so mean, I really hope that'll be the case with Animal Crossing. I mean, hell, like two days ago, somebody on Reddit was saying that there was a bug with the 300 balloon limit on your island thing, and last night I think they put out an update to fix that. I mean, they're already as of yeah as of recording, which is on the the third, I think they yeah. haven't fixed that bug yet. Yes, um, they did. But they have been. That, that's not what I heard. Um, oh, I read that, that that they specifically fixed that bug. Maybe not. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, I guess you'll have to find out yourself, listener, yeah. if they fixed a, a balloon bug or not. But, um, but yeah, no, they've been, they've shown in the past that they've been super good about uh, constant updates, which is something Nintendo games have, have lacked for a long time, is like the, the sort of constant interaction that borders on a game to the service almost, you know? I uh, like with Animal Crossing and with Splatoon. I think that the crafting is, I guess, like what I was talking about with the loop was really more to do with with furniture and de- and like decorations, which like it is gameplay wise kind of the goal of Animal Crossing is like aesthetic tuning. But um, I agree with you on the tools part of it because I think that the tool breakage isn't. I don't think it's really a big deal. I think that the 
the problem is the tool breakage i uh can only see as a reason to put a resource drain on the player which makes sense because games about resource gathering and management need a resource drain of course but the thing is the game already has a resource drain in making furniture and decorations every day and making stuff to sell your hot items or whatever that are going to, you know, net you more money than you, you put in for the materials. But, like, I don't necessarily think that, like, the tools breaking, at least in my opinion, adds much to the loop except for some tedium. Yeah, I feel like if they did that with the first set of tools you can make, that's fine. And that's one thing because they're flimsy. Yeah. But, like, the later ones, I definitely agree with you guys. And I know this is a really petty complaint, but it's really annoying that you can't customize any tools that are not breakable. Yeah. That drives me fucking crazy. Customize it's so the ladder dumb. and the pole vault, but it's like the one I never you customize, customize my tools because they're just going to break. Exactly. But, I, it does reset the break counter, yeah, but yep. like I only want to customize something that I'm going to keep, like my ladder, and I can't, and that really annoys yeah. me. Technically, customizing your tools is cheaper than recrafting your tools to reset their durability, but the problem is because they don't have a durability uh, like indicator, you don't know when they're going to break, and so you don't know if you're wasting slots by customizing and it's just as like nobody keeps customization kits in their inventory right and because you can't craft from your house storage you still have to go into your house through a loading screen to open your storage and pull a customization kit out and use it and even then if you forget to do that before you have 30 hits you're gonna have to go through the whole process you know again from the start so yeah. You know, it's it's weird, but that's the thing about Nintendo, right? This Nintendo always does this. They make a nearly flawless game with a critical weakness, and that's like their MO. It's what they always do. <laughs> it's the strangest thing. But other than that, what other parts of it are you guys like really enjoying? For me, um the museum is the greatest thing that's ever happened. So let's give some credit to the museum, right? Like, I know everybody's mad about the tools and stuff, but, like, the parts of that game that are good, which is 99% of them, oh, yeah. are so good. It's unreal. Yeah. Credit to the creators for making, I think, despite my complaints, what I would definitely consider, like, the best Animal Crossing game that I've played. Um, I mean, I definitely have my previous favorites in the series, but, like, at this point, I have no way to know if that if they would hold up, you know? Like, I like it better than New Leaf. I can say that for sure. And New Leaf was the fan favorite. It was my favorite too, but this kind of blows it out of the water in terms of like what you can do. Um, so other than the crafting thing, what other things do you guys think about it? Like, how do you feel? Alex, can you terraform yet? Actually, is my question. I can. I just got that last night. You did? Okay. How, yeah, do, you f- been... how do you feel about that now that it's out? I love it. I love it. I think it's great. Um, I, I really like the idea that you can customize your island and it's just tedious enough to make it so that you don't want to just like revamp your entire island because one thing i always liked about it was how you had to kind of work with your surroundings yeah i feel like when we Um, first talked about this you were not super hot on the idea of using it very much i think they found a nice balance um as opposed to the tools which are a necessity and it's frustrating when they break if it takes extra time for you to make your town to beautify your town in like a, a in a spectacular way i'm okay with that that makes a lot of sense to me um but i have been going around making paths and uh kind of refining some of the already set rivers and uh, hills to be able to put buildings near and around them. Um, while still trying to keep the same general vibe that I have of the the, the island. Um, but I, I love that. Um, yeah, because Animal Crossing it, has always incorporated downtime. It's just been 
like more purposeful than the tools. So yeah. that makes sense what you're saying. The single best addition I think in this game is getting to decide where your villagers put their houses. Oh it's my so god, good. yeah. It's it's great because no longer do you have someone who plants themselves right down in front of your like tr- rare trees or your uh uh the, flower farm, right? You get to pick exactly where they go and design it around that. I love that. Maybe this is stupid, but it kind of stresses me out. Like I I love getting to choose, but also I hate the choice paralysis I get. Like every time I set down a house, I'm worried that I've ruined my entire island and that everything's just going to fall into chaos. And it's not very expensive to move houses again, but yeah. it's scary. I, I don't know. It makes me really nervous every time. And it's fine. Like all of my houses are fine, but I don't know. It's too... It's too much pressure on me, and I'm not even the mayor. Like, what the heck? I, I moved the museum, and Tom Neck was like, oh, hold on, let me call Blathers and make sure that's okay. Like, no, I don't I don't need to know his opinion. I'm in charge here. Yeah, you're like, I'm not even the mayor. I'm the resident representative. You all bow to me. Yeah. The owl bows, bow, the bow, owl the owl bows. bows to me. You're like, Tom Nook, that piece of shit is sleeping right now, and he's not going to wake up, and he'll wake up in the museum that he never leaves, and he won't even know. Yeah, he has no it. idea. I feel so bad for him. The bugs in this game are extra disgusting. And, and he hates bugs and I hate bugs and they're all fucking gross and it's rough. He and... makes fun of snails. Oh, but I did the, not know that. The great thing about Blathers that does make sense. hating bugs is He's that... He's terrified of snails because snails are disgusting, wretched creatures. So are owls. Do you love Blathers now? No. And owls are fine. He I... has a nice little argyle sweater that is also in his tummy. I love that he hates bugs because he's the only villager in the whole town with an opinion because you can bring, I brought, I, I, I had, I had, uh, like 94 clumps of weeds in my pocket from weeding, uh, early on. And I just walked over and gave them to Hazel, my, my, my villager that I dislike the most. And Hazel was like, whoa, what a kind gift. I, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Let's greenify the town. And then she just left. And I was like, ah, dispose of my clippings hazel and uh there was a there's a streamer that i watched that regularly gives his his villagers wasps (laughs) and it started as like i don't like this villager and i here was what it was it was it was a villager's birthday and he's like ah shit and when you go in on their birthday they're like did you get me something and he's like uh sure i have a wasp on hand and he gives them the wasp expecting it to be like a funny joke where they won't like it and they're like wow you gave me a wasp i love it (laughs) <laughs> and then he's been doing that with every villager. I love giving them fish because I know that in the game you're handing them a little plastic bag, but I like to imagine my villager pulling out like a wet sopping sea bass that's still <laughs> wriggling and just slapping it in, in the villager's little nubs and them having to Ugh. like awkwardly go, wow, uh, sea bass, wow. Thanks so much. Thank you. And then they keep it in their house. And, and they, uh, yeah, they, they're they, like, I promise I'll take care of it. <laughs> they just go, sh- sh- put it in their their little pockets. The I'm worst gonna, part is if you give them bad furniture, they they will put it in their house. Oh my and god. And they will yeah. they will ruin their aesthetic if you give them a couple. So they don't have an aesthetic this game though, do they? They totally do. Yeah, but because it's a like, lot of the ones I've seen, it used to be like a very cut and dry like, oh, they would have an aesthetic that matched who they were, who they looked like, uh-huh. but now it's like they kind of just especially if they just moved in, yeah. everything is handmade, right? So from what I can tell, the villagers that come off the plane with you in the beginning use default basic wood furniture, but the villagers who move in when you sell plots of land or from island expeditions do have an aesthetic. But it seems like there's less of them, and maybe they're based off personality type rather than character, because I've seen, like, three of the same, like, you know 
like Native American looking design patterns in like different villages with totally different characters. Yeah. So it's 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 kind of hard to tell, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the real question though is how is this how is this helping you guys in isolation? You know. I know that every games journalism website is saying, like, we're so lucky Animal Crossing came out when it did, but it's true. Like, yeah, we're like (laughs) Nolan and I are lucky in that we live together and have a roommate. So like social distancing, if I speaking for myself, at least hasn't been horrible because I have people around me. But I also have a lot of friends who don't live with other people who live by themselves. And like, I know it's helping them a ton. It's. Other than this week, because school's weird and a nightmare now, um, it's been, like, helping me keep a schedule and feeling productive even when I'm just on my couch. And I think it's been really good for my mental health. And maybe that's kind of dumb, but it's been making me feel so much better than I otherwise would, you know? And I can only imagine that's amplified tenfold for people who don't have roommates. Like, hell, you have only met my, like, one of my real-life friends a couple times, but you guys are, like buds now because of this game like i see you guys like go to each other's islands and like talk and i think that's amazing you know yeah yeah um one of my coworkers went out and bought a switch before this happened she was just like i don't know what i'm gonna do now that i just i don't have i'm not gonna have classes so she just went out and bought a switch and been playing animal crossing um there you go yeah she's just been playing that a bunch um and and not 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 only is animal crossing sorry go go ahead i was just gonna say it's it's wild too because like you know, I, I called the office a while ago to be like, "Hey, it's a pandemic. I'm, I'm gonna, I need to go home." Um, and after a little bit of badgering, they revealed that they were only at twenty percent capacity in the building. Um, so, like, I'm the I live alone, and there's also no one else around me. Um, I don't even like see people in the halls a couple times. That like, I went and got uh, some of my stuff from my office at work today, and didn't see anyone anywhere in the building or around the building. Um, but it's it's any but it's yeah it's it's been great because I can easily go and visit friends. I have a, one of my old roommates uh, who lives in Florida. I'm able to go see him every once in a while. He loves oranges. I give him oranges all yeah. the time because oranges are like his real life motif. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and not only is Animal Crossing a great um, way to socialize when you can't go outside, but it's kind of like I mean maybe this is a pretentious metaphor, but it's kind of like growing a garden. Like you, it, it's. Yeah. You, you put in a little bit of effort every day and you don't see the fruits right away, but the more time you put into it and the more care you put into it, you get something really pretty out of it and you get a sense of accomplishment. And I don't know about about you, but like I certainly don't have any hours at work. I certainly don't have a typical daily routine right now. So it's really nice to have something to work on as a, as a project, even if that project is a video game, you know. Um, right, right. It's, it's really good for your mental health listener. Pick it up if you haven't. I know that you need it yeah. because you're well, probably really angry because you probably tuned in to hear us talk about it uh, a few days ago and got some got some babbling and you're. I know you're just seething over there in your armchair. So get well, get, get, a, get a switch. There, there has been a switch shortage because of this game. Are yeah. you guys aware of this? I no. I am. I I think that they're not in production right now at all. Is the thing that doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah, but also because this? of this. And Ring Fit Adventure. I know. I wanted to buy it when this started, but it's like three hundred dollars. It's it so. It was crazy. already slightly more expensive than a, a regular game because it came yeah. with a little like ring thing. But like, but you can't buy it yeah. now. It's impossible. 
Yeah, it's weird. When that game launched, I was like, oh, this could be kind of fun. Maybe I'll get it when it gets on clearance and is in every, like, uh, secondhand store, like Wii Fit or something. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if that's going to happen with this game. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I have one really stupid complaint about the timing for Animal Crossing, and it's the most selfish thing I've ever thought. But I keep seeing pictures of people who have had their birthday in the last couple days have, like, these really fun birthday parties with their villagers. But mine was the day after the game came out, <laughs> and nothing happened. Like, my mom sent me a cake in the mail, and, like, Tom Nook said happy birthday, but that was it. And all these other people get to, like, have Isabel talk to them and have a little party with balloons, and it makes me feel bad. So that's my well, just, one complaint. You just have to keep playing continuously until next year. Oh, don't you worry. I can't stop playing this game. <laughs> that's right. And yeah. you'll get to stick around for the rest of the seasons in the snow. We're in cherry blossom season right now. So I've been, I've been, I crafted a little picnic set, put it beneath a cherry blossom tree. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Having What's a time. What's called in Japan? Sakura. No, but there's like a, specifically the picnic basket under the tree. It's just like a name for that, isn't there? Uh, there's a gathering called Ohanami, which is like a yeah, that's flower, it. flower viewing, um, party ceremony thing so yeah yeah i made a little ohanami picnic layout and it looks cute as heck just like animal nice. crossing real real quick would we all agree well janelle this is your first animal crossing but would we agree this is the best one in the series up to this point yes i played two weeks of new leaf probably, i can say that probably i i'm hesitant to be like this is just default the best but i do really really like this game i think right now it's uh it's certainly up there I yeah, I find absolutely. it to be like a huge improvement over New Leaf, except for my, you know, like complaints. But they're all, they're all pretty small. Mm -hmm. uh, the online in this has been worse than any other game's online functionality. I will say. Uh, yeah, yes. it's 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 better. It's, it's better than a lot of Nintendo games, but that's not saying much. I love yeah. the global chat, but I hate that I can't do it if I have Nolan on my island in local play. Like that's really. You can't Don't, do anything if you, you have can't do anything. on your island. And letters, yeah, you can't do anything. It um, the it takes take donations. It takes ten years to like go to an island. Like the process of going to the airport and talking to them for five minutes and then getting there after five minutes, it feels like forever. I we'll be making the water landing, but it's okay because this is a seaplane. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's my only time. real genuine complaint about this game. It's that part yeah. takes so damn long. <laughs> My main complaint yeah. before I... I mean, I understand that it takes long. I just, I just, it frustrates me that they restricted so much of it, right? Like, in the other games, you could donate things to other people's museums. I love that. I have a friend who doesn't give a shit about the museum, and it makes me mad. And so I want to go and fill out her, her museum, because I'm always catching, that's like my, my number one goal in this game, is to fill out the museum. But I can't do that. If I give them, if I give her fish, which I can't do also, she would just sell them. Right, like yeah, yeah, and that's the thing—you can't even give uh, certain items anymore. Like, you can't give fish for some reason, but you can give DIY recipes, and that doesn't make any sense. And you can give fossils too. So it clearly the fish thing isn't like a museum issue because you can give fossils. So it's it doesn't really make any sense. Maybe it's because of like Nook Miles, because of the uh, different like achievements that you get or something. Maybe. Well, but I even then, wouldn't wouldn't, I don't wouldn't know. fossils count for that too? I, yeah. Well, there well, aren't there aren't the seasonal fossils. You have to get them. That's true. That's true. So. And fossils are kind of a gamble, right? You you yep. know, well, I mean, you don't know when you start the game, but there's a set amount of animals that you can catch 
in the the rest of the game, right? Well, right now it's the Easter event, so your fossils are a gamble because you might dig up an egg. I hope that in the next yes, yeah. Animal Crossing game, the first fossil I find is this fucking rabbit. I hate oh, him. God. <laughs> I hate him. I, I, I hope, hope you, you bury, bury him. him. He's terrifying. Yeah. I hate him. He makes me feel terrible. He's just, a, just a happy little man. This is really dramatic, but this egg he event has job. made me not really want to touch the game much in the last two days. I've played a lot less since Zipper showed up. Yeah. I'm waiting for Easter Bunny Day or whatever. It's Bunny Day because it's, yeah. it's like non-religious in Animal Crossing. Yeah, but which is which is not Easter because yeah. Jesus not Easter. does not exist in this Animal Crossing world. Well, it's Tom Nook. He's Jesus. That's right. He is our president. And you know, like two months ago, I hated him. I didn't trust him. I thought he was creepy little raccoon. I love him like he's my own father now. He's I, fine. I love him. I don't him. know what your issue with him was. It's just that it's, you know, it's kind of weird. He's like, oh, let's let's no start interest, an island. No late fees. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah well, now I great. know. You don't need to defend him against me now. I love him dearly. I love his cute little laugh. I love how breathy they all sound when they laugh. It's adorable. <laughs> They're great. They're great. <laughs> All right, guys. Speaking of Zipper the Bunny of Bunny Day, we got to zip through the news. Yes, like that? Yes. That's my that's my top tier segue. That's, good. that's a good segue. Okay. That's a good segue. We got, we got news. We got headlines. Nice. Okay. Oh, we got headlines. First, First of all, this time next month. Well, that's not true. This time next month plus about 20 days, uh, we would have been cozied up on the couch playing sequel to hit 2013 Naughty Dog game Last of Us, Last of Us Part 2, but... Now we're not, because Sony announced recently, uh, Naughty Dog confirmed, that The Last of Us Part 2, along with Iron Man VR, is going to be delayed indefinitely. Not Iron Man VR! No, Not God. Iron Man VR! Oh, man. Somebody, Somebody maybe, maybe, I don't know who, Greg I'm Miller, sure probably. someone owns a PSVR <laughs> and is really excited for this game, somewhere. Someone owns a PSVR and is just, you know, silently waiting for the, the Dreams VR update that they'll, they'll be around yeah. for. But, uh, they're delayed, and... So, okay, game delays are not out of the ordinary. That's, what they're are they very delayed common. to, though, Nolan? They're delayed indefinitely, which means there is no new release date, which is, I don't want to say unprecedented, but it's really, really uncommon um, for a game to get delayed indefinitely that isn't, that isn't canceled. However, And it's so close to done! This does not mean these games are canceled, far yeah. from it. It's just the reason the situation is so unprecedented is it's because they're having trouble manufacturing physical copies due to the coronavirus. So, yeah, I was fully expecting most games this summer and maybe even in fall, like just for the rest of the year, actually, to like have delay issues. But I didn't think it would happen to The Last of Us because it's already so close to being done. And maybe I just didn't want to believe it could. But this sucks. I absolutely understand it. I completely get it. But my heart is broken. It's I, I've said it a thousand times on this podcast that The Last of Us is like one of my top two favorite games and like i get it but god it was already supposed to be out which is the frustrating thing it was supposed to come out in february and it didn't and that was fine and now it's happening again and maybe we won't have to wait ten thousand years and maybe this means that people are gonna get a break from work but damn it it sucks well but that's the thing though it does not mean people are getting a break from work because the game is still in its qa phase and um and did you not hear the uh the jason schreier article where they talked about yep. how naughty dog is also super scummy with their employees it's, it's actually not yeah. even it's not even ending crunch time um for people working remotely on qa yeah. from what i've heard it's messed up yeah but uh it's it's really interesting because like like you said the game was so close to done and, and like a lot of games you know get delayed a month before release date 
um, and we think they're close to done, but Naughty Dog has even said the only thing they're doing right now is removing bugs. There's no there's no additional development being done. Like, the game is, is in stone, essentially, right now. Um, who knows if this will make the game no longer in stone, but I don't... Yeah. I don't know. Well, let's see. The the society could collapse before the game comes out. Hey. I l- <laughs> Last of Us VR, baby. Yeah. We live in. Just put on your fucking glasses and walk outside. Uh, hey, that's called an original joke that nobody's ever yeah. made before. I <laughs> feel ever, yeah. at fault for this because literally the day before this was announced, I turned to Nolan and I was like, I'm so excited to play The Last of Us with you. And then he, the next morning, he like comes into the room and was like, hey, read this headline. Like, what the fuck? Yep. Sorry, everyone. I delayed The Last of Us. Yeah. Because I'm an asshole and I got excited. And Iron Man VR. And Iron Man VR. And the most important loss Uh, of It's weird, too, because other other games recently, like Resident Evil 3 has been shadow dropped. Yeah. Well, I think Um, I was wrong about that. I, I, I don't remember it being announced, but Janelle was like, wait, didn't they show that at a conference? And did they? Did I miss that? I thought it was only a rumor. They showed something well, no, that it, had multiplayer too, right? What game was that? Well, yeah, they no. Uh, this game has been we've known about this game for a okay, while. Okay, yeah. That was like a that was like an adi- the multiplayer edition because uh, that game is not very good and also not very long. Yeah. But, uh, but like they, they released um, Final Fantasy VII remake uh, like a week or two early in Europe and Australia. Yeah, but not on purpose so, though, right? Wasn't that an accident? No, it was on purpose. They oh, they okay. announced it. They were like, hey, huh. this is to uh, reduce the shipping load. Um, so our friends across the pond and down under are getting to play this game. Um, Americans are not. Um, Australia deserves it. They need everything Australia right now. Australia's <laughs> never gotten anything on time. Also, they're... Well, I don't think they're on fire anymore. But they're Australia. on fire. Now they're all stuck at home for like six more months. They Everything yeah. costs a million dollars there. Australia, enjoy this hey, game. They got Pokemon yeah. Go two weeks early. Okay. Oh, man. So oh, yes. Alex's game Australia's of the decade. Australia's never got... Literally never gotten anything early. They're always the last region to get things localized and released. No, they got Pokemon Go two weeks early. I just Didn't said. it take like years for Wolfenstein to get there? Like wasn't uh, that uh, or, probably, or was that, that New Zealand? Thing. Yeah, well, yeah, but like regardless, yeah. it yeah, poor yeah, Australians. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I think this is really interesting. This story about The Last of Us Part Two because we're moving into an age where physical game releases are a thing that a lot of people still really like to focus on, but they're not anymore. I don't have a stat on this, but I would imagine we're not too far from like the advent of them no longer being the dominant distribution method. Considering oh, they're already not the dominant distribution method. I think that digital already is the dominant. Right. The question is, will it physical just get phased out? Well, well yeah, because like right now, not only is physical not phased out, physical is one of the only things counted in terms of like say like the game's equivalent to box office numbers. You yep. can't you count physical only. But this has got to change that, right? I mean, people well. Like, on one hand, I want to agree with that, but, like, it's weird because there's this huge issue where if you buy a physical game, you still have to download, like, 50 gigs worth of yeah. game anyway, which is bullshit. Um, so there's, like, there's this market of people who don't live in areas with good internet, right? So physical games should theoretically be perfect for them. But that doesn't really apply anymore now that games are a lot bigger or whatever. And, and you know, we're always going to get steel boxes. We're always going to get limited edition copies of games with physical discs i would be really surprised if they just phased out physical games but i definitely think it will be much less of a thing i don't think they'll ever be phased out uh i guess what i'm thinking about is 
right now there it's it's important enough to synchronize the releases that naughty dog is willing to delay a nearly well, finished game due I, to the physical release i think it was partially that as well as they didn't want to what i read and maybe this uh-huh. is wrong is that they didn't want to completely overload the psn uh-huh. um network because everybody's downloading their game at the same time well i guess what i'm wondering is like how far away are we and i know that a big part of this is not industry based it's actually internet based but like how far away are we from developers in situations like this pushing out a a digital release of a triple a game and saying that there will be a slightly more expensive uh tricked out collector's box with a disc coming out four months down the line so that they could like like right I mean, that's already kind of happening you well have companies so that's a, that, that's their entire thing like uh uh what's their name limited run well but, right? limited yeah, but run that's, that's that a lot for... more that's different that's a lot more niche well they're right? doing that for games that were never planned to have yeah. physical releases at all like that's they're like retroactively we we the system works. We've yes. seen it work. And it's not out of the question that this could happen in the future. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. The system works, so when w- will it be adopted? It's the same thing with, like, you know, so many professors will say, oh, well, we just this class just can't be done remotely. But now they're doing it remotely, and they've realized, oh, the system works, so how will this affect the class yeah. structure in the future when we realize, actually, we, c- we actually can do all the things. You can actually work from home at jobs that said you never could. You know, you, yeah, can, yeah. you can digitally release a game that previously was said to re- require a physical companion, like all this kind of stuff. Um, that will, I'm just wondering how this will affect the future. And uh, not, to, not to rush us along, but it certainly has been affecting this, this virus and other things have been affecting GameStop who announced they're going to close down 320 stores at least in 2020. You know what else they announced because of coronavirus? What? That their employees weren't going to get any any raises or bonuses, that they were essential business. They had a, a printout that when law enforcement was like, hey, you need to close down, they would turn around and be like, oh, we're an essential business and show them this document. Um, employees were told to come to work no, no matter what. So fuck them. There's at least like... <laughs> 320 GameStop stores closing in 2020. Good fucking riddance. Well, yeah, but also that's hundreds of people losing their jobs. This sucks, right? Like, No, I I mean, uh, yes, it does. God, it's Um, so difficult because I'm with you. I am so with you. But, like, I feel so bad for these people that they have shitty bosses, that they aren't being treated like human beings, and now they're losing their jobs because their bosses were too incompetent to treat their employees well or to figure out their money problems. Here's my question, though. Would we... Obviously, no, it's it's a concern, it's but, like, the, let's the say... the microphone spiking. Hmm, sorry. Watch out for the bar getting to the red. Okay, sorry. No, there's no problem with being loud, but we should pull back a little bit from the mic when we talk loud. Okay. Because loud is fun. That is fun. Okay, okay. Anyway, sorry. sorry, Alex. Sorry. Loud is fun! No, sorry, go, go ahead. Um, what was I saying? Um, here's my question, though. Would we have that same... Obviously, it's, it's a concern that um, we don't want... Like, we don't want people to lose their job, right? Like, sure. that's, that's obvious. But would we have the same concern if, like, say, Amazon broke up? You know, this this shitty monopoly I mean, everything? Of, of course. Like, I mean, we would it, want this... We want things to change. Of course, but you're... I think you're missing what my point is, which is more that this happening now, like, right now, is what makes this so shitty. Yeah, people losing their jobs anytime sucks, but this is happening right, in sure. this crazy, unprecedented time, and it just totally blows that it's happening to them right now things should change and gamestop should go gamestop is nothing more these days than just some funko pop factory where they sell old (laughs) 
fucking Madden games and Game of Thrones and the Joker Funko well, Pops. But, like, it just sucks that it's happening that, right now. Yeah, beyond that, beyond them just not having great merchandise or whatever, they've always had really shitty business practices. Yeah. They yep. have always existed to choke out, like, local game stores. Yep. Those aren't a thing anymore. Those are rare. Well, you don't I find mean, a local game they're, store. They're, they're around. We have, like, five in this town. But, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Barely. They're, like, yeah, it's... But and like, like yeah. just they're just like competitively choking them out by as and, and strategically choking them out too. Like people have talked about this. They've and yeah. they've shown their uh their like business trajectory or whatever. My um, uh my my little road in, in in Salem when I lived there, Lancaster, uh within about less than three miles had three GameStop locations. Um and there was one independent game store on Lancaster uh in the whole main strip of Salem called uh Game Crazy. It's actually fun fact. One of the last two surviving game crazies in the entire nation. Remember when Hollywood shut down and they purged all those? Some guy in Oregon bought the rights and he opened a game crazy in Salem and in Auburn. And he and they're the, the Auburn the Auburn one is the last surviving game crazy in the whole world. Uh, we also have the last blockbuster. Side note. Anyways, and Ben, but that place um, got shut down because of game, GameStop having three locations. What I think is interesting is this. We talked about this weeks ago when it was announced, but. You know, things have been crazy, so the episode didn't get released. But Reggie Fizeme moved there, moved to GameStop like weeks before this happened. And I'm just, I want to know what's happening with him, you know? I would like to believe that it was, they were like, oh shit, we need good press and we need to save our asses. And they hired one of the most beloved people in the industry. And yet, um, the memo to employees about essential retail happened while he was board of directors which is why i would like to believe that reggie is up there looking like tenzin at the republic city council in cora just shaking his head while all make bad choices and outvote him and he's desperately trying to save them but he could be making the bad votes too we can't we we can't really know that i just like to hope that he is not one of the people don't uh, worship people yeah you know yeah 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 but i mean yeah not no, speaking of not worshipping people, go on, Alex, please. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, remember Randy Pitchford? Ah, uh, I like not to. So for con- yeah, I'm going to go to Medieval Times the... and get a big drink to forget about this shit. Abracadabra, I'll make your paycheck disappear. Because <laughs> um, he loves magic. That's the joke. Anyway. It's a magic uh, show. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, uh, the head of Gearbox, who developed the famous Borderlands series and stole money from... Uh, Sega to funnel into Borderlands. Um, Randy Pitchford. Uh, we just recently got a third Borderlands game released. We talked a little bit about it on the podcast, and eh. basically it surmounted, it surmounted to us not being interested exactly. It's half um, off on the Epic Store if you want to play a mediocre game. You don't. You don't want to play yeah. it, and here's why. If you want funny um, Reddit humor, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, but don't. still don't. Yeah, but uh, so one of the things that came out recently was that uh, in order to mitigate costs, they fired all of their union voice actors and have only been hiring non-union voice actors. So a bunch of the voices have been replaced. That was like um, a long also, time ago, right? Like that happened that was, quite a while ago, I thought. That happened when they were developing Borderlands 3. We okay, didn't yeah. hear about it until like t- near when Borderlands came out. I right. I think it was, uh, oh God, what's his name? The the famous video game voice guy who everyone loves. Yeah, came out and was like, they didn't ask me to come back. Right, um, yeah. Was he Handsome but, Jack? Is that... Or something? I think so. I don't know. It's been a while since I played through Borderlands 2. I'm not going to play through it anytime soon. <laughs> um, 
But so one of the things they also did to mitigate costs was hire them below the uh, standard like wages and instead offer bonuses if the game did really well. Gross. Um, that alone yeah, is yeah. really bad and gross. Which is scummy um, in and of itself. Bethesda but does then, this shit too. It's like, anyways. But then uh, Randy Pitchford decided to revoke that statement and not give the employees the bonuses that they got because this game somehow sold really, really well. Um, so the bonuses they were promised for reaching a certain sales point, they just decided to not get. Abracadabra, your bonuses are gone. Bring, bring out the pitchforks. He, he put all their bonuses yeah, on a USB No, but really, drive. fuck that guy. He was, pitchforked. Yeah, Randy Pitchford is... He was actually driving over to the office with a USB drive full of bonus money, but he left it at the bar, and it's... <laughs> Oh, he had to he make le- up he didn't a leave story. It at the bar. He left it at medieval times. Yeah, because he's like times. a fifty-year-old man who goes to fucking medieval times. Well, let me tell break. you something. Well, you don't know. You know what, what place is really good? The Rainforest Cafe. I love them. <laughs> They're great. You get to eat a good meal and look at a frog. What could be better? I love magic too. Yeah. Make one of these with a the magic show. Sometimes the animatronic gorilla makes a noise. Yeah, whatever happens. That's always fun. I take a big drink out of that whenever I see that gorilla move around a little uh, bit slightly. And, and also, back in the good days, when I wanted pizza, you know where I'd go, Chuck E. Cheese. They had an animatronic show, but not anymore. I mean, what's up with that? It, 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 the, the times were better back then, and I like it. Yeah, Randy Pitchford's a scumbag. Yeah, in any case, listener, if you ever get a job and they say, hey, we're not going to pay you as much as we should, but if this goes well, you'll get more money, run the fuck away. That is a predatory tactic, yeah. absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah incredibly disgusting and yeah. gross and i'm glad this was already a company i didn't like and that it didn't happen to a beloved animal crossing tom nook exec or something oh. but god damn this sucks Thank and and the animal crossing devs actually delayed it because they were like hey we're not going to crunch on this game and Nintendo's stock prices went down. This was a little while ago, but like, and not only it's did Animal Crossing thing. not only did Animal Crossing delay to avoid crunch, they did it amidst an environment where developers are coming out and saying, "Look, it's just a fact of development. Everybody crunches. Nobody can avoid crunching." Yeah. And then Nintendo and makes a, a fantastic work culture in Japan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic polished game with no crunch. It's like this is a bit of a a coronavirus tangent, but like. Obviously, they aren't, this isn't because of coronavirus they're doing this. They're doing a shitty thing. But there are so many companies right now, like, hell, there's this um, fashion brand I like called Everlane, who just fired every single one of their union workers or people who wanted a union. All of these companies right now are using this time as an excuse to be really terrible to people and be Mm. really shitty to their employees who are already having to work while this is happening and worrying about getting sick and their families dying and making enough money to feed their families. And like, I know that not everybody has infinite money and that we're all in really weird places right now. And most of us aren't working right now, but now more than ever, you need to be supporting companies who treat their employees well and who behave in the way that we want to see them behave when all of this is over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you can do things locally, you should like yeah. avoid avoid Amazon, avoid Whole Foods for now, especially because they're staging a strike. To my understanding, yeah, I think that um, started like yesterday or something. Yeah, so yeah. I would if I would from our friends at the GameCast, I would strongly suggest uh, avoiding ordering things from Amazon or going to Whole Foods for a while. And and um, and speaking of like supporting like businesses, not to regress back to our previous story, but I didn't want anyone to get the wrong idea. I don't know about you guys, but I think like with the GameStop closure being something that we're talking about as not a particularly big loss, I love physical games, and I don't have any problem with that as a format. If you have a local game store, not right now, don't 
don't go in there in quarantine. But if you have a local game store yeah. and you and you can choose to to buy something at a GameStop or on Amazon or whatever, or you can get it for like a slight markup at a local game store, if you have the cash, it's a good idea. They're they're cool to have around. They're really good Absolutely. for your for your community. Um, you know, it's like buying books locally. Just give it yeah. a thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we have All to right. go to our so last we're story. We're on time. Yeah. yeah. Last story, really quick. Um, last time Remember we met, E3? we talked about E3 being canceled. And uh, IGN picked up the slack. They're going to do a digital event with uh, some people. Let me open up the article here Let's real, real quick. 2K, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Amazon, Google Stadia. I thought that was dead. Twitter, Devolver Digital, <laughs> THQ Nordic, and more. I bet you Google, Google, also, Google also got the invite, and they're like, wait, we're still doing that? Oh, oh yeah. shit. We got to oh, make some games, boys. Oh, yeah. Get on it. They just recently sent out, if you own... Uh, youtube red or like uh google music then they're giving you like a couple months of stadia free they're like we're gonna use this pandemic to sell our product please 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 play stadia please yeah somebody um, but yeah so th- they're calling this the summer of gaming event um, worst name i've ever heard but... yeah it's awful ah! <laughs> yeah. Uh, but fine it's worse than the e3 gamer pass it's oh, there's nothing worse yeah I love the E3 Gamer Pass. That's a Shut up, Nolan. that's a light in my life. You don't love the E3 Gamer Pass. <laughs> Shut up, Alex. No does. You're off the podcast. I'm gonna fight you. I'm firing you. I'll come to your house and cough in your mouth. In <laughs> any case, with everything going yeah. on, it's it's very likely that nothing is going to happen this summer. I know we're all holding out hopes that PAX will happen in September. It won't. Nothing is going it to happen. Won't. So yeah. this is probably going to be the biggest thing that we get for a very, very long time. And the biggest single organized thing. Yeah, I guarantee yeah, yeah. companies are going to branch off and do their own thing. Oh sure, but um, the biggest like single organized event with multiple companies. Um, in December, maybe we'll get another, you know, Sony thing. We might get some more directs throughout the year, but also maybe not because things keep getting delayed or canceled. Yeah. So you know. yeah. This is interesting, though, that this is happening. In the most recent Nintendo Direct, which was not too long ago, they had a little uh, disclaimer at the beginning that was like, hey, the the delays might be, or the games might be delayed and dates might change because of the COVID-19 epidemic. And we want you to support your families and we have our thoughts of ending this trying time or whatever, whatever the hell is that. Um, But yeah, it's weird. Things are going to change. Now, we, we, we covered the how and why on the last episode, so... I won't retread the same ground, but like, well, I do really quickly want to mention one of the things we talked about last episode was that nothing will ever be like E3 again. Right. And we were sad about it being gone. Yeah. This is just proving us wrong. Yep. Like the, the function of E3 will continue to exist. Well, and that's why people will still sell things to us and pretend (laughs) it's a fun event. Yeah. And that's why what I was going to mention there is that, you know, we, we already talked about like the long process that led to this. So I won't cover that same ground again but uh we've been predicting that with this epidemic and stuff and people moving digitally that it's in the same way as proving you can work from home and etc and etc this might be e3's final moment i mean it's canceled this year there might not even be an e3 2021 I, there's definitely honest. not gonna no. be any i mean this is the, this is there this was even before coronavirus that we talked about there not i being e3. i think there will be an e3 next year i don't think e3 will ever actually die i think it'll just become a thing that falls into obscurity that nobody cares about i actually have a big beef with this ign thing in that i i don't know what it's gonna look like but i think it it's kind of sketchy to have it be an IGN thing. Um, is that going to mean that other news outlets aren't able to report on these things while they're happening? Like, are they going to get 
some like leg up over Kotaku or Polygon or any of the other ones. Like, well, you you're not gonna need a press pass for a digital event. No, sure, but like, I don't know. It's like weird monopolizing. I just I wish that this could be happening. That's fair. That's through fair. some other means so that a different monopoly like E3. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, eh. like, but like, like, who, like, who else would do it? That, yeah, that's the thing. Twitch? I don't know. But, like... I get the fe- I get the feeling that it's not going to be an exclusive thing. I'd hate to be proven wrong, and there's a very real possibility I could be. But I get the feeling that it's not going to be quite, you know, uh, uh, like they're not going to have a lock on it and not let anyone else report yeah. on it. I also don't think it'll be quite the same thing at all. Like, just looking at the IGN article about it, it's going to be on Twitter and Facebook and... And Snapchat and TikTok and like, what's that actually gonna oh, look like? Yo, tune into the summer of gaming on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, get your TikTok dances out. We love gamers. I mean, like, I think. Okay, boomer. <laughs> I like definitely think it's great that there's still going to be a thing. I know a lot of people, myself included, are kind of devastated as maybe dramatic but upset that while everything's crazy and we're stuck at home, we aren't gonna have this thing that a lot of us look forward to every year. So I think this is gonna be really good i just hope that it's not what i expect it to be yeah well this is breaking news this has got announced like literally minutes before we started recording yeah this is this is some things will develop over time breaking news can um nolan can you make the sound breaking news we'll um go back and edit this in post yeah yeah (laughs) just we'll see just put that (laughs) shit out of there let's get it out but yeah, breaking news that you'll hear mm. a couple days later. So. Yeah. yeah. We're also, We're also breaking, breaking our time restriction. So <laughs> that has been the Emerald Games cast. Uh, if you have something you want us to talk about or have a question or whatever kind of thing you want to send to us, like a friend code so you can give us fruit and Animal Crossing, <laughs> do it at uh, emeraldgamescast at gmail.com. Um, that is Emerald Gamescast with an S before the C, not Gamecast, Gamescast. Yeah. Common mistake. Probably our fault for making it one word, frankly. But um... You can also get in touch with us at Twitter, not confusingly at all, at, uh, <laughs> at Emerald Gamecast. Don't, Don't mix, mix them up. up. Don't mix them up. You... O-E-D, O-E-D Gamecast. Listen, listen. Leave the address. If you send a tweet to Emerald Gamescast and an email to Emerald Gamecast... Then you 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 fucked up, okay? Don't mix them up. We should maybe look. We should maybe look into <laughs> consolidating that in the future. But yeah, no, <laughs> it's a rite of passage. passage. We, we only, only want, want the listeners, listeners smart enough, enough to get it right. right. Yeah, to email us. Damn it. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants. What if we're getting like hundreds of emails every week and they're just to the wrong? They're uh, to that uh, gamecast uh, Gmail. Gamecast. In, Literally in, every listener emails us twice to get that number. The Emerald yeah. Gamecast yeah. in Hartford, Connecticut, is wondering why all these people from Eugene are hitting them up because they don't even have. Yeah. They're More sending us listeners. hundreds of codes. It's wild. They're sending us money. That's where my review code for New Horizons went. Ah, we need a PO box so people can send us. I don't know. Anyways, I've been Nolan. With me has been I'm Janelle, the um, podcast resident representative. That's right. And I'm I'm your your glorious leader, Alex Nook. And I'm gonna go plant yes, a yes. cherry tree and yes, yes. and and sell a bug. Yes, yes. Bye. <laughs>